We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up? Happy Thanksgiving. Lenora boys are back. It's a great day, bro. It's my That's favorite right. culinary day of the year. Oh my God, you put favorite, culinary day of the year. Favorite culinary day of the year. I've seen you put some very impressive recipes up. <laughs> Dropping hints. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Some of you guys, Sean Davis. At SD2 Mike's, that dude right there, the original Lucky Lucky himself. We are brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you drink. Responsibly. You have to drink responsibly. Today, we hear from both coordinators, Tommy Reese, Al Golden. They have a common theme. We'll discuss that. We'll also talk about Notre Dame streaking against USC. And it's funny because isn't it funny how the dude that talks the most trash always ends up not being at the fight? The dude that was talking the most trash for Notre Dame Happens over time. the summer won't be playing this weekend. <laughs> won't be there to back up his words. Hopefully his friend will be able to back up his words. And Joe Clatt of Fox Sports has some very interesting things to say that backs up what you said on Monday's show, bro. I pushed back, but after listening to him, you might be right. We'll talk about that as well. Each and every Thursday, we start off with Malik's three keys to the game. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Left, let's go get this done. What's the three keys? Three keys, man. The first key is no turnovers. I think the last thing you want to do against a team that can score a lot of points is turn the ball over. So we can't have any of those, especially early on when the momentum is going to be flowing so hard for the other team. Um, and then the next key, obviously, it's limiting big plays, but not in the way you think. I think if we can just hold two of their receivers uh, to and not let the whole gambit of receivers go crazy – I think that's really the sweet spot for us because if we just start letting him, you know, throw to whoever's running routes and no matter where it is on the field, I think it just makes it a harder day for us to be able to uh, manage. You know, I'm not going to say we're going to shut him out and be unrealistic, but I think we need to be able to manage that receiver group by holding only two receivers uh, to having good days. And then lastly, I really want to be able to run that football. We need to have at least three or four touching uh, rushing touchdowns because that'll show that the time of possession is on our side and also we're able to uh, keep their offense off the field. So heavy in the run game, no turnovers and limit, you know, those those receiver that receiver room to not having the same day that you they have everywhere else they play. Those are your three keys to victory right here on the Lucky Lefty podcast. Don't forget CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, you can go and get all of our great content along with our guy John Garcia Jr. State of Recruiting over at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. Those were your three keys to the game right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. You know what we do each and every week after we get the three keys? We go to heads or tails. What you got left? 
Tales never fails, baby. Tales never fails, and it is, man. You've been loving on Tommy Reese lately, bro. So we start with Tommy Reese, offensive coordinator for your Fighting Irish. And Tommy Reese talked about his team being ready for this matchup. I'm just proud of the buy-in from the guys. You know, our players have done a nice job of, of being um, really sharp mentally in what we're asking them to do. We add a lot to them. Uh, there's some nuanced things that they do really well that you know, a lot of people wouldn't know, but are, are, are high level and, and things that they're really bought in. So extremely proud of, of that from our guys. You know, I think the first thing that jumps out, like team speed for SC is high. You know, there's a lot of movement up front that we got to be prepared for. You know, we've seen it a few times, you know, Syracuse and Navy and some of the other opponents we've had as of late. But, you know, they present a great challenge. Uh, 49ers a really good player. You know, Grinch does a great job. He's been you know, a notable coordinator here for a while. So, uh, you know, we got to definitely uh, be ready to go and, and have our uh, details lined up and make sure that we can continue to play one of them up. Says the offense is bought in. These guys are ready. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. The reason the Boston College game was impressive is because they went out and put up that performance knowing darn well they knew what was behind Boston College. <laughs> yeah. That's what made the emotions of senior day and the performance they put forth was so impressive to me because there's no way that team did not know what was waiting for them this weekend. Yeah, I think it was, uh, we know what's on the schedule and we like taking that trip out here to California. Uh, every year, you know, we stay at the Radisson. I don't know if they still do it, but they stay at the oh. Radisson. You know, we, I mean, the Ritz-Carlton, we stay at some yeah. nice Radisson. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all stayed at the Ritz? Yeah, we stayed at the Ritz, man, right off the highway. Right off the highway, real fancy. Well. I, like I said, I don't know if they do it now. You know, Coach Kelly was bougie. He just liked staying there because they gave oh, us at the top of the hotel. The risk you're talking about is not too far from the SC campus. That's right. I know That's exactly right. what you're talking about. Yeah, and we, and we had exactly a great, what you're talking about. Okay. Great, great pregame meal. Great, great dinner when you get there. I mean, you know, they, they definitely uh, go all out and understand that we're all taking time away from our families. And so they treat us, they treat us real nice over here. So um, I'm just excited, man, to see how this showdown is going to be. This is a great indie SC matchup. It hasn't been fun the last couple of years because we've been kicking a butt. But now we're in a position where we're seen as the underdogs, finally a position where I think the team has been, you know, chomping at the bit to be at because I feel like we play better as the underdog. And it's just a good opportunity to really get after it. But you know, for Tommy Reese, this is a great challenge for him to display, you know, the OC agenda that he's been trying to put out there all year. I mean, there's nothing else to hold back because at this point we're playing for January 6th and possible, uh, you know, snooping around at top, you know, 10 at some point. So this game is like it all comes to this, and that's where we want to be as a position. I still think um, – if it was up to Tommy, he probably would have drafted Zach Smith over Lamar Jackson and everybody else. But he's gonna have to make make Drew a superstar today, and and that's a, a task in of itself. Uh, it needs to it needs to have some explosive plays in that pass game, and we really I think we can really have a chance of uh, getting it to the last possession 
And I know we asked this question earlier. Would you rather have offense on the field at the last mm-hmm. possession or defense? Yeah. And I'm going with offense. I think we can go in there and uh, get a last-minute drive to win, steal a game in, in the Coliseum and and move onward to a hopefully January 6th bowl. Yeah. And I think what we have to notice very quietly, for five consecutive games, Notre Dame has scored 35 points. That's been really – This offense has kind of been consistent in building and getting better. Despite its flaws, they've been able to produce. And that makes you feel well going up against a defense that (laughs) is going to give up points. Will 35 points win this week? That's a great comment. All right, guy, Chris, happy Thanksgiving, my brother. Will 35 points win this week? I think uh, 38 would win, but it would just be interesting. I think SC will do what they do, Um, not as as well as – I don't think they would do as well as how they have, even against Utah when they lost that game against Utah. It was 42-43 or something like that. Yeah. But I think we have to score 38. I think they'll be in the 30s, but we got to be at 38. So um, I'm excited, man. It's going to be an interesting game. One of the things he did point out was how in the preparation he knows that what they'll see is not new to them anymore. I think Syracuse and Navy will have this team more than ready to face another defense that's small, and likes to move and jump around prior to the snap. Navy did it a different way. Navy took Syracuse in the film and said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to pressure more rather than just move around. So now they've seen both sides of that equation. So really, they're prepared for whatever Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator, and the Trojans decide to do to combat the run game of Notre Dame. Yeah, there's only so many ways you can skin a cat and trying to limit what we're doing on offense. But the run game is about physicality. And so, yeah, you can move around, jump around, but you got to fit into those gaps at some point and meet that running back in the hole. I really like their player, Corey Foreman. He made the game-winning pick against UCLA last year. He was a five-star recruit. I know a lot about him from overtime. But it's just going to be a long day. I don't think we've seen anybody consistently on the defensive side of football want to tackle all three of our running backs all game. And mm-hmm. I think that needs to be a point of emphasis. Yeah, you may have some great schemes, but when that fourth quarter comes around, you can't avoid what's coming directly at you. So, um, you know, this is a game USC is going to have to strap their helmets up for. And and we're happy to be out here because it's warmer weather. We ain't got to play in no frozen tundra or no snowball. So that's going to, you know, raise the level of intensity that we're bringing because this is almost like vacation football in a way. So, we're going to be in a um, a good state of mind. There's no excuses, and we know we're going to run that football. So I think that the defense is going to present some challenges for the O-line to get some of the blocking schemes, but at the end of the day, they still got to tackle. And I think that's SC's biggest weakness, if any, on this, on this Lincoln Riley football team. And talking about that running game, Tommy Reese was asked about the running game continuing to be dominant despite people knowing what Notre Dame wants to do. 
good job of all 11 being bought in. You know, that's something we preach all the time is to have a really strong running game. It's not just the line. It's not just the backs or the tight ends. Like, all 11 need to be bought in. So, see our receivers really taking ownership, you know, using them as in different ways to help add on blockers. Um, you know, we have uh, a lot of belief right now on, on certain things that if we call them that they're going to make them work. Um, it's a tribute to our players. You know, I think we're doing a nice job as a staff keeping people off balance with some complimentary pieces within there and we're finding new ways each week to have a wrinkle here and there. And, um, at the end of the day, uh, we're going to hang our hat on, on being able to be physical when teams know that we're going to be physical and uh, we'll continue to try to find ways to have a season. Yo, all 11 bought in. That's the key to the running game, being able to do what it needs to do despite having seven, eight, nine in the box. And I'll give you one point before I let you dive in on this left. The other team that plays a similar style is the one that put up 40-plus points and came away with a victory over USC. Utah as well. Really good tight ends in the passing game, right? Like to use 12 and 13 personnel a lot. And you have to imagine smaller players, when they see that 12, 13 personnel, and they know they got to crash heads instead of having fun and running around to test your manhood a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's what we want to do. We want to be able to make this a, not a Golden State Warriors basketball game. We want to make this like a like an old school Detroit Pistons game. You know, we got to sack Michael Jordan. We got to hit him extra. You know, we got we to do whatever it takes, be extremely physical. That's the Detroit Bad Boys basketball team. And I think that's the persona we'll go into this game with. We know that this is a high-flying, exciting team to watch. They got a lot of glitz and glamours. You know, they're the Lambos or the Pac-12. But, you know, we're the monster trucks, and we're looking to roll over you and and, and not make this a pretty game to where, you know, you, you, you're getting sent off to New York with the Heisman after playing us because you had about 6 million yards and – 30 touchdowns and we couldn't do nothing about it. So we're looking to be the monster truck that gets dirty today. And, and hopefully it adds anxiety to their offense that they got to score uh, with limited possessions and also being behind. I think if we can just stay ahead of the sticks and ahead of the scoreboard, you know, we've never seen them uh, in a position where outside of Oregon state where they really had to uh, get all their pieces and ducks in a row if they wanted to win. So, Stressing them like that, I think that's the best thing we can do because, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say we're going to, you know, like last week, shut them out. But we we definitely need to have a a solid showing that we're just not going to let you do whatever you want either. Lucky Nothing Podcast, talking about Tony Reese and his comments with the media as we prepare for Notre Dame, USC, Saturday night, prime time, Notre Dame looking to continue streaks against the Trojans out there in California. And we'll get to those streaks in a little bit. What's on the line? What's on the line for USC is that college football playoff berth. And one of the reasons they're in this position is because they're number one in the nation at this. And Tommy Reese says that's the focus this week. If we don't do this, we will be successful. Going on with football, I think they're number one in the country in turnover margin. Uh, not giving them extra possessions, not giving them short fields. Uh, you know, playing complimentary football, doing our part. 
you know, Ohio State's a long time ago. We were a completely different team now than we were then. And, you know, we want to try to highlight our strengths and make sure we do some things that, that give us a chance to move the ball and, and score some points. Um, you know, I have a ton of belief in our defense. Obviously, they've been playing great all year. So, you know, we'll see how the game flows. But um, we're always you know, eager to play complimentary football. Complimentary football. What does he mean by that? He wants to try to be balanced, and I think he, you know, he wants to be able to put the ball in Drew's hand comfortably on situations where we need first downs, passing known situations. And, you know, we 12, 13 games in, right? No, no, no. About 12 games in. So if Drew ain't doing it now, you know, when is he ever going to do it? So I wouldn't mind being able to be balanced like that. I think it would add a, a, a new dynamic. Uh, piece to our offense. I know Tommy's been one and chomping at the bit to throw it all year. And I think Drew at this point should be comfortable enough in this big game to uh, not be skipping balls and overthrowing ball or not overthrowing. You never do that. Underthrowing footballs to, uh, you know, keep them honest. I think USC is, is going to be like, look, if Drew beats us, fine, but we ain't letting that run game beat us. So we're going to have to keep them honest on the outside. They're going to play man. That's the type of team we're going against. This team has a lot of swag, a lot of confidence. So it's going to have to be equaled out with a balanced attack. And we're going to have to stress them, man. This is all about stressing their team, especially their offense, if we want a chance to victory. You're definitely going to have to stress that offense, man, and make Caleb Williams feel like each and every throw is paramount, right? Like you limit the possessions the same way Navy tries to make Notre Dame feel. You limit the possess possessions. You put points on the board. And you make Caleb Williams and his offense and his receivers feel like every time they step on the field, they have to score. And every time you stop them, it almost feels like that's two stops in a game. You want to put the pressure on them and mount the pressure because the pressure's already there, bro. They have to run the table. They're in the Pac-12 championship game, but they need to run the table. And even if they run the table, there still might be a debate of whether or not they deserve to be in the college football playoffs. Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity to show why the college football committee is biased and we are the, uh, the top eight teams, top nine teams in the country that deserve to be uh, in a New Year's Six Bowl, but also uh, a team that needs to be watched on TV. I don't think anybody wants to turn on the TV in January 6th and see you know, a TCU play and get blown out or see an Oregon flop in front of national television or, you know, you want to see the traditional programs that are spoke a lot about early on in the year that end up having getting better on in rare form uh, to be able to perform when it matters the most. And I think that's what we fall in line with every year, regardless of how early we lost and to who we lost to early. I think we've proven that we're a high right now. And, you know, we got teams like SC worried. I don't think they're thinking they're going to do what they did to UCLA to us. They know there's going to be a much more physical and tougher game. And win and a comfortable win and a confident win, I think it'll put a lot to rest that, you know, yeah, we, we may not be quite there yet, but we're not out of the top 10 either. They tripping. 42 points per game. That's what the USC offense puts up. Notre Dame, on average, holds opponents 8.2 points lower than what they score, which will put USC right at about 34 points. We asked that 35 would be enough. You wanted it to be a little be a little bit more comfortable asking for 38. 
but it seems like Notre Dame is going to have to be high 30s, even into the 40s, to probably go come away with the win on Saturday night. Yeah, look, we just we try to come away with this win. I think if anything, this will be a great win for Marcus Freeman. A great win for Marcus Freeman against another rivalry. Uh, just to kind of cap a regular season that had some rocky road in the beginning. But to finish as strong as he can finish today, beating the Clemson that was top four, beating the SC that's top six, I think that is leaps and bounds ahead of probably what he expected uh, going into the first season, regardless of how well he felt about the team. I think he had some – he probably had some reserves. I would have too. You know, okay, we got Ohio State, Clemson, SC – you know, two out of three would be great. You know, I don't think he was thinking three for three. I, he wouldn't tell nobody that, but I don't think he was thinking three for three. But two for three, I think yeah. we can get it done. And so uh, it had changed the perception not only going into the bowl game season, but also the next year, then the momentum we can bring from that and, and still ruin SC season uh, like we know we can. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I know Michigan probably lose today, but Give us Michigan. You know, we'll whoop up, whoop up on Michigan for a New Year's Six. It ain't no problem. <laughs> Absolutely. We can do it that way. Let's talk about the Notre Dame defense and what they will be facing. Like we said, 42 points per game. That's Caleb Williams. That's the USC offense. A plethora, a plethora. I can't do Arsenal. Yeah, so man, many I, things I, you can I, say. I, 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 nukes and bombs and grenades and, and everything. They have. Yeah. And of course, they have Lincoln Riley, <laughs> Guru, who's able to use them in different formations in different ways. Al Golden, just like Tommy Reese, feels like the key to the game will be the same. It's critical each week, you know, um, when things weren't so good and earlier in the season, we could have helped our offense tremendously with field position or, you know, scoring. You know, we scored a couple of times. We got one taken away from us the other day. That really should have been a touch. But, um, you know, it's going it's, uh, it's to be, you know, it's going to be a really, really big part of the game. And all three phases, you know, uh, for Notre Dame, you know, have to execute that, whether it's protecting the ball or trying to take it away. Taking the ball away. Turnovers, USC, it is their bloodline, offensively and defensively. It's the way they ended the game against USC. It is paramount. If they don't have turnovers, they're a totally different team. And Notre Dame knows that. And that's the focus offensively and defensively. you damn right. And you know what? We need some turnovers. I think we – USC is going to watch their film and they're like, we don't know about throwing it on 20s way, but we still got great playmakers in that secondary. And also you got to think we have a D line that's going to affect the nature of the game. So it's going to be a lot of running around from Caleb, even though he can handle it. I think it's going to give us a good chance though. If we keep him on his feet running around that we're going to get some opportunities to get some picks or some turnovers and then think about their run game. They can't. So hopefully we can get some short stops and get some fumbles and make Caleb throw 50 times if you want to beat us. Lucky Lefty Podcast, CFB Nation, Apple Spotify, Apple Spotify, Apple Podcast, and right. Spotify, all of our great content is available in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Go over to CFB Nation right now on both platforms. Download the podcast today and all of our shows. Listen to it one, two, three times to get you prepared for Saturday night. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Spin it different. Al Golden went on to talk about not only the turnovers, 
being a key to this game. But he also feels like, you know what? My defense is a little fresh because we haven't given extra snaps like most defenses that Notre Dame has had in the past going into the late season. They've been a little rugged, a little weary. This Notre Dame defense has not wavered. This is why. Right. We've done a good job, I think, of trusting some of those guys and, and rolling them in there. And uh, hopefully it'll pay dividends down the stretch here, you know, today and then you know, moving forward. So, I mean, this weekend moving forward. But, um, yeah, we, we've tried to do whatever we can to, to uh, protect those guys and, and uh, you know, and, and hopefully they'll respond for us this week. Hopefully the response will be great. Having the opportunity for Al Golden and his defense. And sometimes early in the season, they show faith to the younger players. They show faith to the second string players. And we were wondering why starters weren't in there. And why is Isaiah Foskey on the sideline? Look, they wanted this defense to be fresh because Notre Dame defenses historically have not been as good in November as they were in the middle of the season, in the beginning of the season. And that's because starters usually got a lot of snaps, had a lot of snaps on their bodies. That won't be the case on Saturday night. This Notre Dame defense should be pretty fresh and ready to go on the Coliseum. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they continue to do on Saturday night trying to build this streak. And the streak is pretty much trying to stack wins against USC. Cam Hart was adamant. Notre Dame has done so well in recent history against USC that he feels like they don't even consider USC a rival anymore. Now, you know, that's a little tongue-in-cheek. They were on their podcast. But, you know, he really felt like in his time here at Notre Dame, USC not only hasn't been a rival, but the games really haven't been close. I fully expect this game to be close. And not only that, the reason it's going to be close is because we're now no longer facing Jackson Dart or Keaton Slovis. That's a young man that has the possibility of raising that big trophy sometime in the month of December. That used to be at Oklahoma, but now he's in Southern California. He's the difference. And Al Golden says, yeah, he's going to be tough. Excellent. Um, again, he's really working his progressions right now. He's getting the ball out. Uh, so his decision-making is really, I just see a difference, you know, uh, in his decision-making. I think it's, it's tremendous right now for him, uh, his ability to, to create on the run. Um, 
you know, he, he can stand in the pocket and, and deliver it. Uh, but when he does uh, leave the pocket, his eyes are downfield, and he can he can he can beat you with his, you know, his legs or his uh, his arms. So again, really a complete player, as good as anybody we've seen at quarterback, and a great challenge. He will be a big challenge for the Fighting Irish. I'll say this though, and I have to give credit to Joel Klatt. I mentioned it in the opening that we would talk about one of the statements that he made. And talking on the herd, he said this. The last time Kayla Williams faced a pass defense ranked as high as Notre Dame, which is 16th in the nation against the pass. It was last year against Ohio State. Let me just pull up those stats. But basically he was saying and pointed out that that Iowa State defense was ranked. Basically, look, because my computer is tripping right now. The Iowa State defense was the highest-ranked passing defense that he had faced. And you look at the numbers. I just let me just give you some of the passing defense rankings of the teams that he's faced just in this year. Just, just within the conference, seven conference games. I believe this is these are the last seventeen. The last seventeen that Kayla Williams has faced. <laughs> this is incredible, dude. This, check this out. Past defense rankings, 98, 118, 69, 70, 106, 96, 104. I'm going through that one more time. The past defensive rankings that Caleb Williams has faced this year, 98, 118, 69, 70, 106, 96, 104. That Iowa State game that I'm talking about where Oklahoma did win 28 to 21 in 2021, Caleb Williams, 8 for 18, 87 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Caleb Williams has not faced a pass defense on the level of Notre Dame in a very, very long time. And in saying that, he pointed out that basically because of the style of play that Notre Dame has, this thing could get away from USC if they're not careful. Some people say he predicted that USC would get blown out. That's not what he said. He said based upon the underrated level of play by the secondary and the defense of Notre Dame versus the pass, it would be the toughest test for Caleb Williams that he's seen in over a full year. How he reacts to that, no one knows. We'll be able to see it live on Saturday night. But the stakes will be much higher. The pressure will be much higher. And the level of what's coming against him is going to be totally different. He's going to be in a different comfort zone or out of his comfort zone once again. The seven conference pass defenses he's faced this year, 98, 118, 69, 70, 106, 96, 104. That's not Notre Dame. I said earlier in the week that Notre Dame will win a close one. Ladies and gentlemen, I now see a path because of what he pointed out, Joe Clapp. I now see a path to Notre Dame winning this game comfortably.
I really do. If Notre Dame gets up and they don't have to worry about Austin Jones and the rushing attack of USC giving balance to their offense, Caleb Williams is in trouble. Caleb Williams is in trouble. And it's not because Notre Dame has four defensive backs that can just lock up man-to-man. It's a combination of what they can do and how well they play together, whether it's zone or man. That's one of the key things we talked about. The improvement defensively that we've seen is that we have not seen the blown coverages, even when Notre Dame was beating teams like North Carolina. They were having two to three blown coverages. We saw it against BYU. You have not seen the same amount of blown coverages. Notre Dame in that secondary has gotten much better as the season goes on. That's the key. Pressuring Caleb Williams, not allowing him to get out of the pocket and make big plays with his feet, and then do what you've been doing. Play great complimentary football together as a secondary in conjunction with the linebackers in the front four. Caleb Williams is seeing a totally different beast, and he hasn't seen one like it in a long time. And the last time he saw one comparable, he struggled mightily. That could be a key moving forward and how things play out this weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Everyone. We wanted to wake up and give you guys, make sure Malik gave you the three keys and make sure we went through the numbers, the breakdown of the matchups and let you hear from the offensive coordinators. You heard from Tommy Reese. You heard from Al Golden. Now it's time to go enjoy family. Now it's time to go enjoy your meals. Have fun. Have a great holiday. From Lucky Lefty Podcast, for Malik Zaire, I'm Sean Davis. We appreciate you guys so much. And may the eternal blessings and favor of God be upon you and your entire family for the remainder of this year and the remainder of your lives. From Lucky Lefty Podcast, happy Thanksgiving. Godspeed. Have a fantastic day. But most of all, you got to make sure that you spin it different. See you guys tomorrow morning.